0: I just want to take a moment. We've been gone so long that some of you have forgotten the names of people. And uh, this group on stage, are, I just felt this overwhelming need to appreciate them for all that they do. Uh, for three and a half years, most of these people have been up here with us, uh, beginning with our unbelievable worship pastor, Mark Ryan, and his beautiful wife, Brittany. Um, I, I tell you, Mark has stood by me for years and years and stood with me. And for him to, you know, fight through all of that, he's fighting through. Owns a business, busy, busy, busy. Mark and Brittany, thank you. Uh, my son Andrew on the keyboards, Logan, Parker back on the drums, John Gray on the bass, Brandon. First day here, great job. Thank you so much. Amy, and then Tyler over here on the other lead. God bless y'all. I love you so much. Thank you, thank you guys. It's, it's rare to have a team like this, I've been doing this a long time, and these people are committed, they love you, they love worship, they love to play, uh, and so I'm just grateful for them, and if you ever see them out in public, tell them you love them, it might freak them out. All right, stand up and hold your Bibles up with me, welcome all of you watching online, we pray that uh, your distance is getting closer, <laughs> I'm going to call it social closeness. So, I say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what the Bible says I can do. Today, I'll be taught the Word of God, and I boldly confess, my mind is alert, my heart is receptive, and I'll never be the same again. Never, 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 in Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I'll tell you, it's just good to see all of you, even though I can't recognize all of you. Masked or funky—it's really weird how you you really can't, you know, get to know everybody. But we're so glad to be back, and we welcome all of you watching online. We know that for weeks you've been doing that. We pray that you would begin sharing uh, our Mosaic OKC worship experiences with others as you watch. It's very important that we not lose sight of the fight, and that what we're going through—we're going through—it didn't come to stay; it came to pass. And that it's very important that whatever it is we can gain or glean from this season, that we do that. Uh, You know, there have been all kinds of schools of thought on this whole virus situation. Uh, You know, some people saw it as the beginning of the end, apocalyptic, yada, yada, yada. The reality is, as Christians, we don't have to worry about when Jesus is coming back or if he's coming back. We just have to keep worshiping him and standing strong and going, we ain't worried about a thing. You guys are almost back, but only 50%. Some of y'all are scratching your head going, I think I'm still in my PJs. All right. So uh, anyway, I, I have this encouraging word for you today, and there is someone, listen very carefully, I can't miss this, don't end your life. There are people killing themselves, depression, and you tuned in and you're watching, and I'm just telling you, stay focused, man. God's going to get you through this. God's going to get you through this. Uh, uh, just a few weeks back, an acquaintance of mine... Took his life, 50 years old, was a great great preacher, and just went through a really big struggle. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it saddened me tremendously. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is a season where we dig deep and we realize that everything we believed in the good times still exists in the bad times. And that if we'll stay true during the bad times, you're going to see the good times again. Uh, the job loss that you lost is going to end up being a blessing because the one you get is going to be better. Uh, the money that, that was stolen or taken as a result of this, not by somebody, but there are spiritual uh, powers of wickedness in heavenly realms that want you to be broke and upset. But the reality is this is a time for us to exercise our faith, our muscle, if you will, in the spirit and believe. That we're going to get on the other side of this and we will. Pray for those who are in leadership. Many people have looked to science to be God, but let me tell you, there is only one God, and He is not science, though we use science and I believe in it. We, our trust is not in the science, our trust is in God who created heaven and earth. So I want you to encourage you today to stand strong. Today I'm going to talk to us about worshiping our way out of fear. Fear is very real. I'm not discounting the challenge that we all face in moments of fear that do come our way. But I am, I am suggesting this, that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. And so any spirit of fear is not from God, but that spirit hovers throughout the earth. And the Bible says that perfect love casts out fear. Well, God is not just a loving God. He is love personified. And so if we remain in God, he is perfect love and drives out that fear. We can trust in God. If we can't trust in him, then we lose in the end. We know that we can trust in God because he is faithful and he will do what he says he will do. Turn your Bibles to Psalm chapter 22 verse 27. I love the Psalms. I love the psalmist, and I love uh, reading it because it's not void of conflict, but it is filled with comfort. And so in the midst of conflict and difficulty, we can still find the comfort of God. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations will bow down before Him. For dominion belongs to the Lord, and He rules... Over the nations. All the rich of the earth will feast and worship. All who go down to the dust will kneel before Him. Those who cannot keep themselves alive, posterity will serve Him. Future generations will be told about the Lord. They will proclaim His righteousness to a people yet unborn, for He has done it. Revelation chapter 4, verse 11 You are worthy, O Lord. Our God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created everything, and it is for your pleasure that they exist and were created. This word, worship, comes from an old word, worth giving worth to God. We don't give worth to God because of what he does, though he's worthy of that. We give worth to God for who he is. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the God who took Israel across the Red Sea on dry ground. Uh, The God who parted the Jordan at flood stage and Israel crossed over is the very God that we serve today. He's never changed. If you find yourself uh, facing a flood of difficulty and challenge, He is the same God who parted the waters and He'll part them for you. You and I have to stand firm in our faith and believe that nothing is impossible with God. We have to keep our joy because the joy of the Lord is our strength. If we lose our joy, we lose our strength. My word to you today as a pastor and a father of this house is to tell you everything's going to be all right. We've been watching talking heads for the last two months, and all we hear is negative news. It may not even be fake news. It's just negative news. And you say, well, it is what it is. It may be, but God's going to make it what it wasn't and what it isn't. And he's going to come through. As he comes to you, he's going to take you through whatever it is that you're challenged by. We have to realize that and embrace that. Luke chapter 19, verse 38. Blessed is the king, so worthy or worth he is worth shipping. Who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees, how many know religious people get upset when you start really getting excited about Jesus? Religious people want to keep everything under control, don't get too excited. They're not the same people that go to OSU and OSU football games and they, 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 they metabolism challenge and they're painting on their belly in 32 degree temperature. For some reason we think that's okay, but when we come to the house of God and get excited about the creator of heaven and earth, people go, hold it, hold it, hold it, I don't get too excited. Let me tell you something, we ought to be more excited here than any football game you'll ever attend. So I'm just, I'm, I, the religious people have always bothered me, and every now and then I just get excited to annoy the religious. Goes on to say, some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. Why? Because they were shouting peace and, and, and to God in the highest. He said, I tell you, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. God said, if you try to quiet my people and keep them from worshiping me, I'll cause the mountains to rise up and praise me. That'll freak you out. I'm excited. We're back. And y'all are so out of practice, I can't even believe it. We're going to have to have one Sunday where we do nothing but clap and shout just to get you back in shape. This gym is no longer closed. Yeah, Jesus always getting in the religious people's face. You want them to shut up? I'm getting ready to freak you out. (laughs) If worship does not change us, it has not been worship. To stand before the Holy One of eternity is to change. Worship begins in holy expectancy, it ends in holy obedience. Now, worship is not just us singing songs. Worship is giving worth to God or worship to God for the job you have, the family you have, the blessings you have, the money you have, everything. It's it's about giving worth to God. That's what worship is. Now, we call this worship. You can worship God in giving. You can worship God through kindness and, and loving other people. That's giving worth to God. Why? Because he gave his life for the one you're being kind to. If we haven't learned to be worshipers, it doesn't really matter how well we do anything else. Worship is not a part of the Christian life. It is the Christian life. When you're having trouble and you don't... A lot of people, when they go through trouble, rather than pressing through to find a place of peace, we find ourselves trying to forget about it and we begin distracting ourselves by other things. There are times of difficulty where you need to, and my wife will tell you, there are times that she'll wake up, I'll be in listening to another preacher or listening to worship because I want the presence of God. God doesn't inhabit different music genres, though they're okay because music's amoral, but God inhabits the praises of His people that give worth to Him. There is something different on Sunday morning than there is on Saturday night at the local bar. This is so much fun. Why? <laughs> Fear comes to steal the love and faith that you possess. Was Sunday morning in church, not here, but another church uh, said that, that uh, right after worship, the song service had happened, ended, and they were transitioning like we do, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a bolt of lightning hit the podium. And when it did, it was one of those old fashioned wooden podiums and it kind of went up in smoke and fire. And 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 when it went out, suddenly Satan steps forward. And when he did, the congregation fled, all except one lady. He was startled because he's accustomed to people running from him. And he looked at that precious lady on the front row and he said, Ma'am, do you know who I am? She said, Sure, I do. You're Satan. He said, then why didn't you run in fear like everybody else? She said, because I've been married to your brother for 30 years. (laughs) No cause for fear here. Sometimes it's just about perspective. When you've been through hell and you made it through hell, somehow the devil doesn't bother you anymore. I went through hell, and I'm still alive to talk about it. And when you can do nothing else or say nothing else, look in the mirror and smile at yourself. And as you smile at yourself, I'm telling you, you will soon be convinced that you can declare things you couldn't declare before. Look at me, I'm happy. Don't talk about your problem, talk about your God. Number one, worship reveals a submitted will. It's a submission of our will. We all have a will. Many people ask God, you know, where, where are you, God? Or they'll look at other people and say, where is God? Let me tell you where God is. I know where God is all the time. He's seated in heaven. Jesus is at his right hand. God is in the very same place today during the coronavirus that he was when his son was crucified on the cross, and that was a tough day. That was a bad day because many people were looking to the Messiah, and they thought Jesus was him, and he was, but many doubted when he was being crucified. Where is God? God was seated on on the throne watching his son being crucified, knowing that in just three days he would be raised up again and that everything would be all right. Let me tell you something. It may be day two for you, but I got good news for you. Day three is on its way. You will rise up out of what seems to be the worst pandemic ever. And let me tell you, God will not be defeated. And if God be for us who can be against us and if he lives in us, the very spirit that raised him up will raise us up. We've been listening to bad news now for two months. I'm back. Good news is coming your way. Romans 12.1, because of God's great mercy to us, offer yourselves as a living sacrifice to God, dedicated to His service and pleasing to Him. This is the true worship that you should offer. We don't just worship God because we feel good. Matter of fact, oftentimes we worship God because things aren't good. And it confuses all of hell when we start giving worth to the one who defeated Satan 2,000 years ago. Satan thought he had him. Look at him. He's dead. Everybody watched him die publicly. They put him in a tomb. Satan thought he had him. You know, today it's no different. He thinks he has you. He thinks he has me. He thinks he can control us and dominate us. I got good news for you today. God's getting ready to raise you up if you've been put down. He's bringing back things that you've lost. God is a good God. So I lost my job. Where was God? Same place he was when he lost his son. But we know how that story ended. And let me tell you, he keeps writing those same stories over and over and over again in the lives of people who will be obedient to him and give him worth and put their trust in him. A friend of mine, this is a true story out in arizona had car trouble needed a ride this was many many years ago he told me the story himself he said and i i needed a ride so I, this guy came along thought he was nice and and he pulled over and i got in the car and we began to speak and as we did he said i'm going to kill you my buddy looked at him and said you think you can scare a christian with heaven We have to realize that this is a passing through place. This is not where our citizenship belongs. You have to have a passport to be here. You can't, this is not your home. And as much as I don't want to die quickly or, you know, I am not afraid. I mean, I'd like to live a long time just to annoy people who want me to die. I know that that's not real righteous, but it's me. It's me. I'm midlife right now. I plan to live to be about 126. That's right. You'll probably be dead, so you won't be around to figure it out and tell me whether I'm right or wrong. So why would you have that going? I don't know. It's just fun. I'm going to live until I die. I can promise you that. I'm not going to exist until I die. I'm going to live until I die. Today, I give you permission to live until you die. Some of y'all hanging on by a thread. I'm a survivor. That's a TV show. Stop. I want to get a TV show called Thrival, not Survival. Thriver, not Survivor. We're overcomers. We band together, we join together, and we irritate the hosts of Hollywood saying, we're just going to do this together. We're all winners. That's what Jesus came to do, was to empower us all to live a victorious life. And in this pandemic moment, people are freaking out. Other people checking out. Then there are people who say, I'm just waiting it out. But I ain't going out without a shout. Spirit of Dr. Seuss has entered Mosaic OKC. (laughs) God is not greater if you reverence him, but you are greater if you worship and serve him. God knows who he is. He never has an identity crisis. He's not insecure. He is God. And we are created in his image and his likeness to be like him in response to adversity and difficulty. Our will is the rudder of life. God's given us a free will to make choices, it's the beauty of love. He says, I love you so much, I'm going to let you choose. I'm so glad he's not a mean God that says, I'm going to require you to worship me. He just says, if you'll know who I am and you know my worth, you'll want to worship me. That's what love does. Love says, you know, here I am. I love you whether you love me or not, and that's not going to change. Use your will to glorify him. Matthew 26, 42, uh, Jesus left Uh, was in the wilderness, but he said, then he left him a second time again. He prayed, my father. This was when he was praying to God before he's going to the cross. My father, if there's no other way than this, drinking this cup to the dregs, I'm ready. Do it your way. Jesus had the opportunity. He could have in any moment said, I cannot go through this. But he looked ahead of the moment. He looked beyond that moment, and he knew that if he would just obey God, God would do what he said he would do, and that on the third day he would be raised up. He's about to suffer not just physical pain, but the pain of sin, past, present, and future. The sin of murder and every other sin that you can name came upon him in that moment. So he's in the garden, suffering. But he said, not my will, your will be done. Sometimes. The pain gets to the point where it's so great we don't think we can make it through. But like Jesus, in that great, that moment of great pain, do it your way, God. I am convinced that when we put our faith in Him, He will not fail. We go through hard times. Things that were taken from you without God's permission... Because God gave other people a free will, will come back to you one way or the other. Whatever the enemy steals, the thief steals, the Bible says if he's caught, he has to pay back seven times. People are not our enemy. We are the enemy of ourselves. You don't have to go to somebody and require them or request of them to give back what belongs to you. You go to God and you say, God, anything that was taken... I'm calling it back in. Anything that you gave away must not have been intended for me to have. We have to realize that our enemy is not flesh and blood. It's principalities and powers and spirits of darkness or wickedness in heavenly realms. And that during this time, lost jobs, furloughs, lost money, lost whatever. Your company is not your enemy. The boss that denied you unemployment is not your enemy. The enemy is the devil himself, and like the lady seated on the front row, don't run, and don't look at your husband and say, you're the brother of Satan. (laughs) Worship will keep us focused and on course. Too many times we're looking at the problems we have, the losses we've experienced, instead of looking to the God who can take care of both story of Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Several nations had risen up against Judah. And Jehoshaphat knew we don't have the manpower, the skill, or the weaponry to defeat all of these nations. What are we to do? And God, as only God can do, has them do something that made no sense to them or anyone else. You remember the story of Jericho. It was the last major hurdle before Israel could go into the promised land. And God said, here's what I want you to do. And he told them the same thing he's telling Jehoshaphat. I want you to worship me. I want you to get the singers and the band. And, you know, in our world, we, we esteem the football players and don't appreciate the band like we should. But let me tell you something. There won't be football precipitating the return of Christ, but there will be a lot of singing and musicians leading us into the presence of God and welcoming, welcoming Him as we worship Him. And that's where God comes and sits down and inhabits the praise that we give Him. So, all that's how come I'm loving on the band today. I'm thankful that they bring us into the presence of God every week. We can lay our cares down, and we can say, God, I know tomorrow I'm going to face hell and an enemy that wants to take me out. But today, I'm worshiping you, and you're going to take care of what lies before me. We, uh, Susan and I, spent weeks trying to get the PPP into our church, getting that payment thing to help us with payroll. We did everything in our power. We even went to a bank and sat down like everybody else is applying, and it just wouldn't happen for us. Finally, one day, she said, what are you going to do? I said, I'm done. God obviously does not want us to have that money. He wants to be our provider. I looked at our bank account. We had more money in there than we've ever had. I don't know how it happened. You say, well, that's just silly. It's just silly. No, it ain't silly. It's God. And I finally went, you know what? I, I, I think it's great whoever got it. I think it's great they got it. I think it's great they applied. But God has always said to me, will you trust me? That's right. and, and you wonderful people watching online and wonderful people in here, so many of you stepped up and you just gave. And you kept giving. And I'm so honored and thankful as a pastor. But you know what? I'm not going to let fear bite me. I'm just not going to let fear have me. I grew up in fear most of my life, and fear is a horrible master. It will restrict you from doing what you're called to do, what you're gifted to do, what God wants you to do. And before long, it'll beat you down so much you have no confidence. But you need to rise up and speak to yourself, if God be for me, who can be against me? He who began a good work in me will bring it to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. If I'll obey him, I'm called to be the head and the tail, not the tail above only and not beneath. I'll be blessed in the city and the country coming in and going out. My enemies come at me from one direction. They have to flee in seven. Take that, devil. This is two months of pent-up preaching. It's just getting started. I don't know what's going to happen in the weeks to come. I just believe church ought to be the most exciting thing in the world. The most exciting place we come to. We get to worship the creator of heaven and earth, the one who knows us inside and out and loves us anyway. Worship will keep us on course. Worship is a reflection of worth, not just a A revelation of a submitted will, but a reflection of worth. We're focusing on God. Romans 8, 7, out of the message says, focusing on yourself is the opposite of focusing on God. Anyone completely absorbed in self ignores God and ends up thinking more about self than God. So when we focus God, why me? Why did it happen to me? Why did I lose my job? Why? And we start questioning instead of saying, God, I cannot wait to see what you have ahead for me. It must be fabulous because I already had a really good job. It was good. I thought I would retire from there. Everything's wonderful, God. (laughs) Why, God? Why, God? No, it's not why, God. It's what, God? What? It's like a kid waiting for Christmas. I mean, the whole month of December for a kid is Christmas. And they're just waiting, they're anticipating. I grew up in a home that was very poor, I, I, but, but I knew that, that Christmas was going to be special. Now, I didn't get a lot of the big stuff, but you know what? I just was so thankful, waiting in expectation that God was going to use my parents to do something blessed. Amen. we got to be like kids at Christmas. God, I know that there's something ahead that is going to be beyond explanation. And let me say this. Anything that's not focusing on God or or including God, is sideways energy. It's energy being wasted on something you cannot control or do anything about. I've learned that really there's not a whole lot I can control, if at all. Control is an illusion. At the end of the day, God is in charge as we allow him to be in charge. And say, God, I surrender all to you. I love that song, I surrender all. Lord, I surrender all. All to you. I surrender. It's really saying to God, I see your worth in my life, in relationship. What comes from the Lord because it is impossible for humans to manufacture is wisdom. What comes from humans because it is impossible for the Lord to experience is worry. And what is it that brings wisdom and dispels worry? worship. When you begin to worship God, he begins to be exalted over the things you fear and the things you worry about. God, I thank you ahead of time that everything is going to be all right. Paul said, I believe, therefore I speak. What do you believe? You can tell me you believe one thing, but what I believe that you believe is what you say. That tells me what you believe. Well, I believe the Lord's everything's going to be all right, but Well, you need to butt out and get rid of the butt and say, God, whatever is going on, you're not surprised. It's not unbeknownst to you. Therefore, I believe and I know that you're going to take care of it. We are created for worship, which demonstrates our faith. He is a God who is passionate about his relationship with you. Exodus 34, 14 out of the New Living Translation He's passionate about his relationship with us. The question is, are we passionate about our relationship with him? When you get in trouble, do you say, oh, God, or thank God, we're going to get through this? Times of trouble reveal our true faith. Times of difficulty, times of pandemic reveal our What we think about God and what we believe about God. I'm not minimizing the the horrific nature of this disease at all. That's not what I'm doing. But I am saying this as Christians, we need to stand strong, stay happy, keep worshiping, and pray for scientists, pray for all those that are working hard. I believe in that. But at the end of the day, they're not my God. Ask the woman who had an issue of blood. She spent all of her money trying to get science to stop the bleeding. And when they said, we don't know what to do with you, she said, if I can just get to Jesus, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, everything will be all right. What science can't do, my God will do. And we all have the but pastor story. I'm not God. I'm just pointing you to God. My job is to tell you good news, not bad news. I'll leave that to CNN, CNN, NBC, Fox. I'll leave it to all of them. And I know everybody has their favorite news station and the ones you believe in. And they're just, mm-mm-mm. So stupid that people fight over which channel to watch. I just smile at people and say, y'all can argue all you want. At the end of the day, God has a final say. I don't care what they report. It's time for Christians to pass the test and say, God, the rest of my life is going to be the best of my life. Lastly, worship is a tool of spiritual warfare. When you worship, you're fighting the right enemy in the right place, in the right way. When we worship, Fighting the right enemy in the right place in the right way. The psalmist said in Psalm 27, 4 through 6, one thing I ask of the Lord, listen to this, this is what I will seek. Now we read that in the English language, the word seek says so something I'm looking for with my eyes. But in the Hebrew language, it literally means to search out specifically in worship or prayer. That's what the word seek in the Hebrew. One thing I will Seek out through worship and prayer that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek or worship Him in His temple. For in the day of trouble, He will keep me safe in His dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of His tabernacle and set me high upon a rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At His tabernacle, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. going to be all right. Hebrews eleven six. 6, he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek, worship him. He's a rewarder of those. So as you struggle not knowing whether you're going to have a job or knowing you don't, or things are going south or sour, know this. God knows every detail. Don't get ahead of him. Don't get behind him. Walk alongside him. He didn't just say, I'm your savior. He said, I'm your friend. I'm your redeemer. I'm your salvation. I'm your healer. I'm your peace. I'm your joy. I'm your love. God's a faithful God. it says in Timothy, even when we're faithless, he is faithful for he cannot deny himself. In two weeks, we're going to have a celebration that was intended to happen the last Sunday in March. It's going to happen the last Sunday in May. We're going to have food. We're going to have bounce houses. We're going to celebrate in two weeks. And I know I'm, I'm so politically incorrect, and I apologize, kind of. <laughs> but there ain't going to be no distance. Don't get mad at me. I'm just a hugger. I, I just have a hard time when I see you. Not. And I've been good. Maybe 31st, I ain't going to be good no more. I believe if this ain't going to kill me, I'll die in your hugging arms. I believe we've done a great job. I believe we've done the best we can do. But you know, at some point, you got to resume. Different people have different theories and feelings, and I understand that. But we're going to celebrate four years of Mosaic being here. I didn't come back to this city for revenge. I didn't come back here even because I asked God. I came back here because January 20, January 3rd of 2016, if I ever heard an impression in my heart, I heard it then. God said, did I call you to leave? I said, no, but people asked me to leave. He said, who do you worship, me or people? I said, I worship you. He said, then go back and worship me. So you have to understand, I didn't think I'd last four weeks, four months, much less four years. But here we are, and we're going to celebrate. We're going to have a Mosaic birthday party. I want everyone to start calling people you know. I want everyone to start sharing with people you know. I want it to be the biggest day in the history, the brief history of Mosaic Church, May 31st. It will be a party like none other. And Jesus know how to do parties. And that's the reason the Pharisees didn't like him. They weren't invited to Jesus' parties. They had to look through the window going, what's she doing? She's washing his feet with her hair, nasty woman. And Jesus all laid back. His first miracle was turning water into wine. That really irritates religious people. I just want to blow all the stuff out, all this religious stuff out, and let you know we're going to celebrate. And I expect you to be here. And those of you watching on in PJs, you got in the habit of watching in PJs, get your booty out of the house. Pastor said, booty in church. Well, everybody got one. It's like saying no's in church. Everybody got one. I'm sorry, honey. So they're going, oh God. I just want you all to know I love you so much. I love God so much. I love life so much. I love that we got a shot at bringing glory to God, and we're going to bring it to it. Let's pray before I get in more trouble. Lord, we love you so very much, and you are an awesome God, and we're so grateful for you. Lord, I pray for all those who are watching, those who are struggling, those who are going through a fight. We don't minimize that. and We don't make light of it, but God, we do know this. That if we'll just stay the course, like in the time of Jehoshaphat, the enemies will turn on each other. And by the time we get to the pinnacle of our mountain, our climb, there won't be an enemy there because we worshipped you to the top. That's our plan, God, is we'll keep worshipping you until we get to that place, that pinnacle in our lives where we look around and we see the beauty of your creation everywhere. Right now, we're seeing the cliffs, the drops, the hard spots in life. But God, if we'll keep climbing in worship, we will arrive at a place where our enemies, and they're not people, spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly realms, trying to hold us back and keep us down. But I declare today they will not have success because we believe in you, Lord. Jesus, you said yours is the name above every name, above fear, a doubt, unbelief, Dismissal, negativity, every sickness, every disease, every sorrow. Yours is the name above every name. So I speak life and hope and peace and love and joy, reconciliation, redemption. Over everyone listening and everyone watching and everyone present. In the name of Jesus. With every head bowed, every eye closed, it's impossible to walk this life and even attempt to do what i've been talking about without a relationship with god without faith in him and it begins with putting ourselves in a place of humility recognizing all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god and that today he is our only hope he is our salvation and i'm not talking about talking about just getting us to heaven I'm talking about getting heaven to earth Bringing the power, the presence of God into our circumstances and our situations. I want to ask everyone to pray this prayer with me. And those of you that have never received Christ or called on His name today, the Bible says if you'll call on His name, you'll be saved. There are those who've wandered away from that relationship and distanced themselves from God. Today, I want to encourage you. come back to that place of faith pray this prayer with me everyone if you would please say Father God thank you so much for sending your only son to die on the cross for my sin Jesus thank you for giving your life for me today I give my life to you I repent of my sin and I call on your name and I thank you Jesus that you'll be just more than a friend and a savior you'll be the king of kings in the Lord of Lords in my life. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time. Or you prayed it to recommit your life to him. Would you please do me a huge favor. And it will change your life forever. Because it's a statement. Even though it's digital. It's a statement. Text the word SAVED to 405-500-1310. 405-500-1310. Just text the word SAVED. Watch and see what happens. It's going to be amazing hello this is pastor mark crowe i just want to take a quick moment to thank you for joining us online we hope you have a blessed week this week and get to be a blessing to those around you I want to invite you to join us at mosaic church okc next week at 9:30 a.m and 11 a.m or join us online god bless you